What's up, guys? Welcome to Level Up the Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Bowen. We look forward to talking to you guys today. What's up, guys? Chris Bowen here with Level Up the Podcast. I am joined by Felipe Silvas today. Felipe runs a gym in Houston, Texas, and he's going to talk to us a little bit about you know, health and fitness today and how it relates to business and what he's doing uh, to kind of manage his business as well. So Felipe, why don't you introduce yourself to everybody, man? Sure. Yeah. Um, my name's Philip Silvis. A lot of people call me Felipe, which is, which is totally cool. Yeah, no, nah, it's good. Uh, my name, it's a mixture of English and Spanish. So okay. even though I, I've never met my father, I was actually, my name is halfway spelled after him. So my name is a combination of um, like Spanish Felipe, like F-E-L-I-P-E, which is my yeah. father's name. And English Philip, so it's a, it's a combination of the two things. Is, okay, uh, that's very um, cool. Yeah, how my name came to be. So, um, but yeah, I own uh, OTG Fitness. OTG Fitness stands for Only the Greatest, where we help people become the greatest version of themselves. And we're focused on health and fitness um, in the Houston area. We're currently in Webster on the South Side, but our goal uh, we do personal training. It's not a general access gym. Um, we we have a very specific person that we try to work with. Um, so we, we like small, a smaller gym, um, where we help, uh, we have between currently we have 141 personal training clients. Um, Dang. and that's really the, the number that we want. So we're actually at the number we want. So now our next step is actually to start scaling multiple locations, not necessarily getting any one location bigger. Right. Um, yeah, been doing it. It's since. all in person. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. We, okay. we, we believe in the in-person personal training model. Um, you know, around COVID, I'll be honest, we did try some online stuff. It just didn't vibe with me. Maybe it's just because I'm an in-person kind of guy. I don't know. But uh, in my opinion, so the, results, the results speak for themselves when it comes to in-person um, personal training, for sure. No, I absolutely agree with you. I'm one of those people, I have a hard time if I'm not, if I don't have like a, like a very set structure, I'm not good at not following my program. Right. That's just who I am as a person. You know, I've always kind of been that way, but I am very much a, a set program type of person that if I'm not working with somebody who has me on a set, you know, a set plan and we have those in-person check-ins, I just don't do as well. Yeah. You know, I find I mean, it a lot harder. Yeah. People do personal training for multiple reasons. And the number one is the accountability piece, right? It's, it's a, to actually do it. Right. And so, when people don't show up here, we call them like, Hey, like, where are you at? What's going on? You know, you committed to this thing, right? So we, we help people that want to be helped for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. On the business side of things, you said you guys have a content creator that works for you mm-hmm. uh, full time. How has that helped you kind of leverage your business and kind of uh, create this online persona that you guys have? Oh, it's a complete game changer. I'd say for the first few years, you know, I did it all myself, like setting up the camp, setting up the tripod in the gym, I had a whiteboard and I would do like lessons and stuff like that. And then pull it in, edit it myself um, on top of like Facebook live, which was a little bit faster and easier. Right. And then trying to keep up with, uh, with all the postings was just a nightmare to be honest. And I it's thought, hard. yeah, it's so hard. It's just so much time. It, it is a full-time job. And that's when I decided, Hey, we got to get somebody in here. To, to do this. And really the final step I think was when we decided to do a podcast ourselves. So, um, 
it's it's one thing to post on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, you know, YouTube Shorts, and all that stuff. And then when when the podcast came along, I was like, "There's just no way that I can continue to do this." Well, it's all the video editing involved. It's all the you know making sure that it's posted at the right time that you're not reposting the same stuff. You know that you have fresh ideas. It's this right here. This is the easy part. Yeah, for sure. Showing up and talking, that's the easy part. I can talk all day, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> that's what I do. And I always tell people, too, it's funny you say that. Uh, our motto is that it's personal before trainer, right? So we like believe that. in creating relationships with people. And I'm very upfront with people also that, like, my formal training is actually um, in business management. My degree is in business management. but okay. And I worked in manufacturing for seven years before I quit my job to do this full time. And I guess what, I, what I'm getting at is fitness itself is like not necessarily like the, the ins and outs of like anatomy and programming and all that stuff. Obviously I can do those things, it's what I do for a living, but I'm the personal part of personal. Yeah, but you're relationship focused That's and right. relationship first, which, hey, look, I'm the same way. Like I'm a people person. It's <laughs> what I like to do. I like to talk to people. I like to get to know them. I like to be relatable on a personal level. Um, and I think it's so important when you're building a relationship, especially with a trainer, that you have that. Yes. Um, you know, the more comfortable you are with someone, the more likely you are to say, you know, hey, this is working for me. This isn't working for me. Can we tweak this? Can we tweak that? You know, the, they give you the information that you need to know in order to do what you need to do. Yeah, the comfort level is very important in our industry, in our business. Um, the fact that a client feels comfortable enough to to speak up when something's not going the way that they want it to or when it is and they let you know. And that way, now I know as their trainer to double down on that thing or like, ooh, we need to back off of that thing. And if someone's not comfortable and you all and they view you as someone that just yells at them all the time, you know, you're not really going to get the yeah. back out of my my job is to help you become the greatest version of yourself and fitness is just my platform in doing that so you're not the wes watson style trainer that just no, no. f you get off the effing ground no way <laughs> not at all dude our clients would run out of here <laughs> maybe well i'm pretty sure people run out of his events so. yeah I, maybe it's the type of people we work with or maybe it's like my marketing right has attracted those types of people but yeah you know we believe it's it's personal before trainer, right? And obviously the training part is very important, but the most important part of anyone's fitness journey is that they keep doing it. Yeah. Number one. I agree with that. Number one rule, keep doing it. And if See, that's they what I struggle with the most is consistency in doing it. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll go six months where it's, you know, uh, going all out gym every day, two workouts a day, and then fall off for six months where I don't do anything. Yeah. You know, back and forth and back and forth. Yeah. And I, I don't know if this helps, but something that I, that I tell a lot of people, uh, it's kind of a little bit different than what most, what you hear most of the time to be successful in something. A lot of times in most parts of our life, especially in work and business, you have to be all in. It's all in or nothing. Fitness for most people, I'm not going to say for everyone, for most people is not one of those things. It's different in the yeah. way that sustainability is the most important. And right. I think that's what I struggle with mentally, honestly, is I'm an all in type of person. I don't like to do anything, you know, that's not all in, you know, I don't yeah. just go halfway when I do it. I'm, 
you know, I used to compete in jujitsu and stuff like that. And so, uh, my mindset's very much like I have to be a certain weight. I have to do these certain things. If I'm not, you know, absolutely perfectly dialed in on my diet, then I'm just, I'm a failure and I don't even know why I'm wasting my time doing this. Yeah. Which is like so far from the truth, right? It is. Yeah, absolutely. And half of what I do, I would say is reminding people of that, you know, like, Hey, you're still great. You're still amazing. You're look at the progress you've made and just keeping people positive and on that track, you know? And I think that that's why the in-person part maybe is, is so important. You know, I think that's a, I think that's a big part of that is that people truly do need that side of it um, where they have to have somebody who's like, Hey, it's okay to, you know, mess up and have, you know, a cheat day or a cheat meal. It's okay. If you didn't, you know, if you only did a 30 minute workout versus an hour workout, you know, I think that those things are really important, you know, yeah, and it and makes about, a big difference. Yeah. Getting back on it just because you, just because you eat one pizza piece of pizza doesn't mean you have to eat four. That's the effort mentality, right? Effort already, you know, well, that's not reality, right? You're living in a false reality that you created inside of your mind, you know, and let's live in real reality. The definition of reality is what's actually happening. Yeah, right. I agree and, with that. Yeah, that that what's actually happening is it's not that big of a deal, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And so, who is your guy's ideal client? Um, uh, yeah. So, working, I'm sure with a very spe- specific type of person. Sure. Yeah. And um, personal training in general is usually dominated by female clientele, but I am very proud to say that we're almost exactly fifty-fifty male to female. We're about fifty-four percent female, forty-six uh, percent awesome. male. And that, once again, might come down to my marketing efforts as a male being the face of our marketing, right? Yeah. Uh, might be part of that for sure. But uh, ideally, most of our clients are 35 to 55. Uh, surprisingly, we're right across the street from NASA, from Johnson Space Center. Um, oh, nice. So, uh, and then also there's a medical district right down the road. So because of that, we do get a lot of, we have a surprising amount of young people, like in their 20s, like young professionals. That happens a lot. Um, but ideally, usually like 35 to 55 is usually more of our ideal client for the most part, um, with some of those young people sprinkled in um, that work here at NASA, like NASA engineers and nurses uh, and young doctors oh, yeah. as well in their like their late 20s. Um, but it's usually people that don't like the bigger gyms. They don't want to go where it's crowded. They go to the gym sometimes and they feel intimidated. Maybe they worked out in high school or college and it's been five years, 10 years, 15 years since they have because you know career kids things like that kind of got in the way they've put on a little bit of weight and now they're trying to get back to where they were and they go to the gym maybe and thinking that they can remember what to do from like back in high school and just it just doesn't work right and so that's when they start looking for a more private setting like what we have uh, because we only allow personal training clients we don't allow people to purchase gym memberships you have to be a personal training client to come here and then the gym access is included kind of quote for free you yeah, know, yeah. Um, with that. And so it's usually someone that's, you know, gained a little bit of weight. They either have never worked out before or it's just been a long time and they don't want to go to the bigger places where there's a bunch of people um, and, and it's really crowded and stuff. They don't feel comfortable there. So they do feel comfortable here and we hold their hand through their fitness journey. Yeah, I think so. I've worked out at gyms very similar to that. And, you know, I will say that's where I've felt most comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and honestly, sometimes it's hard as somebody who's very career minded to make time to do it. And when you have a set time where you're supposed to meet with somebody, it almost forces you to go do it. Oh, otherwise, Um, you know, you may say, well, you know, I got to work an extra hour today. Uh, Now I got to go home to my family. I really don't have time versus if you've paid for that hour, you better believe I'm going to be there. Yeah. You're going to be there. I tell people, we hold, we hold them accountable two ways. One, they pay for it, right? Um, and then the second one is the human piece involved, right? Yeah. It, I, I'm a person that you scheduled with. You made this appointment, not me. Like, I asked you if you wanted it, maybe, but you said yes, right? I'm That's a human exactly right. And if you don't show up on me, I want you to feel bad about it, right? Because now all you have to worry about is showing up, and I will take care of the rest. You just worry yeah. about showing up, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so on kind of the business side of things, how have you found it? What's the best way you found to hire trainers? Because you said you have how many trainers who work for you? Uh, we have three. Three plus three? a GM, so four technically. Okay. So how, how have you been able to find those guys or are they, you know, people that you've brought in that you've trained and they just decided they fell in love with it? Yeah. So, um, I mean, I've had, let's we've been open for a little over five years and I've probably had before the four we have now, I've had five or six come and go over the past five years. And I learned a lot through hiring them. The first couple, to be honest, were just like mutual relationships. Um, and I'm still open to to getting trainers like that. That's totally fine. Um, the, the number one thing, though, that I've learned is we actually don't hire trainers. We hire people. We yeah. hire good people. And I teach them the training part. We have a program, a software that I create all the programs for the clients now. And so um, the trainer, I just hire good people that don't have experience personal training because it's kind of funny. You wouldn't think that this is the case, but what happens in personal training is trainers really fall in love with their way. Yeah. And what happens (laughs) is they come in here and they do it a different way than our other guys are doing. And now the client gets confused. Well, which is the way? So we just hire really good, young, energetic, fun, obviously fit, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, people. Uh, and then I teach them the training piece. So I, they can be through a mutual friend, but I, I usually want someone that's not a personal trainer in the past. And I'll help them get their certification and, and all that stuff. Because it, once again, it's the personal part that I, that I, I think that a lot of people need to be better about doing that in business in general, you know, hiring for attitude, training for aptitude. Oh, if you have a good attitude, you know, there's so much more that you can do in life than somebody who just has the aptitude for something, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, especially in sales, marketing, you know, industries like that. I think, you know, anything that you're people facing forward, you have to hire people that have a good attitude. Yeah. And that's just what you have to hire for. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned that sales and marketing. And, you know, as a personal trainer, you would think that once you make that initial sale, then it's fine. But no. actually, <laughs> I, I, what I tell our guys or, um, or what our belief is, at least, is that you're, ha- you're selling all the time. Right. When you're out there, we do a recurring like they the clients pay automatic recurring um, based on how many training sessions they want to do each week. So even though the trainer is not necessarily doing sales, 
every time that person comes in, they have to resell them on staying, right? Yeah. And by having a good personality, then they that client wants to stay here because they're being resold every time they show up. Yeah, it's relationship-based sales. I, yeah. I mean, that's what it is. And yeah, if you if you hire people that don't have that ability to do that, then you're not going to keep any of your customer base and you're just going to keep on spending money and spending money and spending money in order to get new clients in versus just keeping your existing clients. 100%. Yeah, yeah, we want to we want to limit turnover as much as possible. That's a huge part of our business for sure. I'm sure that it is versus, you know, like a lot of the large gyms, they don't really care about turnover because they're locked into these long-term contracts that, you know, they're just going to keep charging the people monthly no matter what. Yeah, you know, we I don't think this is the worst. <laughs> yeah. We, oh, I've heard some horror stories about different gyms. And, you know, that's a, I have to overcome that almost, um, I was about to say almost every day. And that's probably true. Multiple times per week. We get yeah. on average about between two and five new clients per week. And I, I do all the sales myself. I sit down with people when they first come in. And yeah, I have to overcome that all the time. Because yeah, I mean, that's a real fear as a buyer. You know, I, I mean, that's, that's a realistic fear because you hear it so often in the fitness industry. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is different. And they need to realize that, that when you work with these smaller gyms that, you know, that's not their style. Right. It's just not, you know, it's no different than, you know, if you're shopping at Walmart versus you're shopping at, you know, let's say Whole Foods, you know, what's just because you had a bad experience buying, you know, something from Walmart doesn't mean you should never go to the grocery store again. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's a, a great analogy. And it's, it is difficult. And so we don't require any contracts. Um, we do offer contracts if people want it and we'll give them a discount. Um, yeah, absolutely. They don't have to. And it's just all about communication, right? That's what we're a personal business. It's, it's in the name, personal training. It's right there, <laughs> right? So just, you know, communicate, let us know. Um, we're very flexible, very easy. But yeah, that, that's a tough one that unfortunately our entire industry has to, uh, you know, overcome all the time. Yeah, absolutely. And then you said that you guys have a podcast. What's, what's that mm-hmm. podcast and what's it kind of about? Uh, so only the greatest podcast and, uh, at only the greatest podcast, we want to help Houston make its way up the ladder of health and fitness. So, um, we actually started, it was just my best friend and I, we've been best friends since third grade. It was him and I just playing around and we did that for a year. We did set over, over 75 episodes. Holy just, cow. Yeah. Him and I, like, you know, we would talk about fitness stuff, life stuff, how to be better, like you know, all kinds of good stuff. And it was really fun, but we didn't really take it that serious. It was just fun. We would put, it's all, it's on YouTube and all the podcast platforms and everything. But here in the past couple of months, we've really, that's when we came up with the slogan. Um, we, we've invested a lot. Uh, we're, we're invested into this podcast. <laughs> it, it better succeed at this point. <laughs> yeah. We're invested into this podcast. Um, we do a full, it's really fun too. It's, I actually moved just for this podcast. Did you really? But yeah, I moved because I needed, uh, we needed a bigger room. So I moved into a house that has like an actual media room. And I we, love turned, it. we turned the media room into a podcast room. Uh, That's because, so cool. Yeah, it's really cool. It's uh, myself, my best friend, Daryl. Uh, Sean, who is our, um, who is our content person, right? And then uh, sometimes we have guests and sometimes we don't. We here recently, we've been trying to get as many guests as possible. Um, and it is, 
strictly yeah. health and fitness related at this point, right? We've really kind of narrowed down. Uh, and the goal of our podcast is to help, obviously help Houston become a healthier city because it's really not right now, <laughs> right now unfortunately. Um, so, but really it's also to help me establish connections around the city. So we interview doctors, uh, we interview mental health specialists, we uh, to talk, you know, fitness related mental health, right? So you're building relationships is yes. what you're telling me. Exactly. Yeah. Nutritionists, other gym owners. I'm cool with that. Like, you know, there's um, fitness can be shared with everyone. Right. So I'm not, Absolutely. Afraid, I'm not afraid to, to bring a competitor on, you know, so that doesn't bother me at all to, to talk with them and hear their philosophy and, and things like that. So yeah, strictly health and fitness based and in and, and Houston as well to try to uh, raise the fitness awareness uh, in our city. No, I love it. Yeah. I grew up in, uh, in Colorado. And so moving to Dallas, um, Dallas just isn't as much of an outdoorsy city as, you know, Denver is by mm. comparison. I mean, growing up in Colorado, everyone's outside all the time. Okay. You, know, you can't yeah, drive that. down the road without, you know, a swarm of bikes, you know, uh, being on the side of the road. Versus, you know, we get a little bit of that here, but it's not nearly the same as there. I mean, everybody's nah. hiking, biking. Dude, in, in Houston, I don't know if you ever come down to Houston, man, it's all about the food, dude. It yeah. Is. And that's great. I'm a, like, uh, we preach a flexible lifestyle. Uh, what My girlfriend and I, we love to eat out. We like Asian food, especially. So oh, we yeah. do eat out. Um, not a lot. I'd say once a week. But when we eat out, like, we eat good. <laughs> Yeah, you get good food. Yeah. Yeah. And and so we do preach a flexible lifestyle and want people to do that, but it can't be like every day. And then fortunately, like in our culture, that's kind of what it's become. You know, it's Very almost much like, so. uh, fast food is the thing. It's all convenience. It's like what's the fastest and easiest. And I, I sometimes uh, a really good friend of mine told me one time that eating is um, inherently inconvenient. Yes, and when it you is. Accept that for what it is, you will improve your health. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So before we go, I want one tip for the business minded person for what they can do for meal prep. Okay. And then one tip for fitness related for the business minded person. Okay. Yeah. So for, for meal prep, I'll just kind of tell you what I do and it really works yeah. really well. Um, I'm, I meal prep once per week, uh, pick a day. Everyone has one day where you have at least an hour or two use the grill. Grilling yes. is an amazing way to meal prep. It will keep you from getting bored. It will keep it fun. You can change your meats. Um, so, yeah, use the grill and just find one out. And the grill's fast as well. Oh, right? I like that. That's a good I one. I grill up. Uh, I eat uh, a lot of sirloin and a lot of New York strip steak. And, yeah. I mean, I can grill up a grill full, dude, in less than an hour. You know, and I have meat for, like, the whole week. And then I supplement it with an actual meal prep service as well. So oh, you do. Okay. Yes. Um, because that keeps just a little, allows you to have a little more variety, right? Yeah. Um, That's the hard part. I think it's yeah. variety. Yeah. And it's easy. So, uh, you know, I, when, it, when it comes to meal prep services, you know, maybe don't rely on them for all of your food, but use them as a, as a supplement. So that, that's the number one thing that people like that are that. busy, fast lives, carve out the time, do the meal prep, use the grill because it's very fast and easy cleanup. You only clean it once a once every couple of months, not every time, right? Yeah, so right. Really nice. <laughs> and then use a meal prep service to supplement your own meal prep. I like and that. That can be really helpful. And then right. what was the other one? Then, uh, some sort of fitness or workout tip for people who you know don't have time to go to ah. the gym 
what's something that they can do? Number one, frequency over duration. So don't feel pressured to spend an hour or an hour and a half in the gym. You're totally fine. 20, 30 minutes, 30 minutes is really great. And, but you have to work, dude. You have to have intensity work. If your workouts lasting 90 minutes, I guarantee you, you could have worked harder. It's too too long. So frequency over duration. So (laughs) don't feel pressured to work out for so long. Shorten your, shorten your duration, right? So you can fit it into your schedule easier, right? And then if you can up the frequency, so like three and three or four days a week is in three or four days a week. 30 minutes of good, intense work is an amazing place to be. And you don't ever, unless you want to be competitive, right, with the sport or something, you don't ever, for for the healthy person, if you're a business owner and you want to better your life and feel better, you never need more than three or four days a week, 30 to 45 minutes. That's all you need. Well, awesome, man. Philip, we much appreciate you coming on here with us today. Um, Any last closing words? How can people get a hold of you? Um, yeah, I mean, just thanks so much for, for having me on. I really appreciate this. And, uh, yeah, you can follow us, follow us anywhere. You can find us anywhere online, just OTG fitness. We're on TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, um, OTG podcast.htx is our podcast Instagram. And then the, uh, the podcast on all podcast platforms and on YouTube, it's a video based podcast, uh, is only the greatest podcast. Uh, and then on Instagram, OTG Fitness, OTG.Phil is me. And the podcast is OTGpodcast.htx. But we're on all the platforms. Awesome, brother. Well, I appreciate it. You have a wonderful day today. Yeah, man. You as well. Thank you so much again. I really appreciate your time. Absolutely.